Hello everyone, I am Matthew Thomas, coming to you guys from a super secret location. I actually had to parachute in to get our featured artist of the week. They actually won our last ever Battle of the Bands for Super Cool Radio. Please welcome Fifth and Sick. What's up y'all? How are you doing? Hey, hey. Here we are. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. I am joined by, we got Mason, vocalist and guitar. We got Brendan behind the drums. We got Seth on bass and JD on guitar. Plus, we're joined by Joe. How are you guys doing tonight? Great, Good, brother. How are you Good. doing? Excellent, yeah. excellent. I really want to start with a fun question for this interview. If you were stuck on an island and you could only listen to one band, but you can listen to the whole discography, who would you listen to? Who wants to start? I'll start. Blink-182. I've listened to the whole discography many times. And I would do it. That was a quick answer. I like it. <laughs> what did you think of the new album? Uh, my least favorite, but uh, I guess it's pretty good. I ain't got nothing really bad to say about it. Seth, what about you? That's Hobson for me. The rapper, for sure. Yeah. All day. All right. Easy. If you don't pick Tech Nine, Brad, I'd be discography so is hard, yeah, man, yeah, because there's so list. many. I've got too many <laughs> on my list. You got we, stuck on um, an island. You got one choice. Who are you taking with you? Uh, I'd have to say uh, I'm taking Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Wow. Yeah, I'm taking Stevie. All right. Mason, <laughs> <laughs> you with Stevie. Stevie Wonder. <laughs> hey, hey, I love it. Give me some power. <laughs> Mason, what about you, man? I would say Iron Maiden. Oh, that's a solid one. Yeah, just because the there's so many different songs. I'm on an island, right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, uh, because they, I mean they have songs that I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get some stuff done. But then you know when I'm chilling at night, I got a bonfire going. I can just like listen to their like peaceful. They got really like like Rhyme the Ancient Mariner and stuff like that. It's got like these awesome grooves and bass tracks in it that like it just sets you. I'd be by myself. I'd love it, dude. <laughs> Plus, you got all the live albums they do, too. Yeah, I mean, they have a huge discography. Oh, yeah. So. Yo, yeah, well, I have the Mark, Tom, and Travis show. <laughs> Joe, what about you, my man? Oh, hands down, fifth and six. Well, for me, it's going to be Cypress Hill. I've been oh, listening to them a lot nice, this yeah. week, especially the live album, Live at the Fillmore, where they actually like incorporate drums and guitar. Cool. So that would, that is, that's who I would go with. There we go. <laughs> cool. All right, so I kind of want to start at the beginning. How did you guys start as a band, and how did you come up with the name Fifth and Sick? Started up a band probably, what, four years ago now? Yeah. Honestly, it's been a while. Yeah, it's, it's been before the 2016 election. So. Yeah, and uh, we used to practice in Niles uh, around the train track, or around the railroad station. And uh, Fifth and Fifth and Sycamore is a crossing. and um, There's a liquor store there. We kind of just there. were like, what is around here in Niles to... What, what can we name our band? And then I was like, I don't know, like, what rows are around here? They got some crazy road names. And then he goes, oh, there's like fifth and third, there's like fifth and eighth. And then he's like, then there's fifth and sycamore. Uh, and then I was like thinking about it. And I was like, fifth and sick. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And then we just kind of went with it. And the more we said it, the more it kind of stuck. And we started to really grow on us. And then. We now we absolutely like that's our stamp, you know what I mean? So, I mean, now there's the sickos, yeah. Now yeah. we have an entire like fan base of just for for fifth and sick, the sickos. They're and amazing. From Niles knows the reference of the intersection, 
Yeah. It's, it's oh, kind of a... Uh, where's Fifth and Sixth come from? <laughs> oh, you know the intersection Fifth and Sycamore? Oh, oh that's cool. And, well, conveniently, there's a liquor store on the corner. Ah. <laughs> so Fifth and Sycamore, you know. So Fifth, a fifth of liquor or something. It's pretty funny. We yeah, ran we got the it. sickos. Everybody's a sicko that gets down, you know? Yeah, you guys actually have really started to grow, especially in the last... First a year, year and a half. Yeah, since the album. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> since we had Definitely. time to listen, you can listen to on all the platforms or whatever. All digital platforms. Plus, I got the CD in my car right now. I've been listening to it all week, and oh, that kind of brings me what I'm about to talk about. Thank Perfect. You. Is their debut album. I love it, and I want to kind of know like how Thank was you. it writing and recording that album. Well, hey, shout out to the Nook man. Shout out to Nick. At the <laughs> outside of Chicago, yeah, he definitely. did all the recording for it, man. He, uh, it was an awesome time out there. You know, we would go out there and we would spend a Saturday and a Sunday. And I think we did the album in what three or four different sections, three or four three. different weekends, three. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know, it's a real cool time out there. Well, they, Illinois, right? Yeah, just yeah. outside of Chicago, I think. Yeah, I've Nick's heard of it. awesome out there at the Nook Recording Studio. So definitely wanted to shout. And him I think out. it was seven days total. It averaged out to be. Yeah. To make the whole. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because our first time we went out there, we recorded Danger. And we had never worked with Nick Nativo before. His name is Nick Nativo. So we worked with him. We knocked Danger out. That was our first single. The following time we wanted to go and bust out a little more, we figured, let's try to do three in a weekend. Well, we, able, we were able to bust, what, the three out mm -hmm. in two days. And so those were the next three we were able to solely release. We released two of them as singles. And then... For the last bit of the album, we were actually only going to record three, correct? Mm -hmm. Wildfire wasn't even going to be on the album. But we were moving so quick, and we were used to the chemistry with Nick, that we decided, let's do it. And so we ended up with seven for the actual album. We so, four in two days. Yep. Yeah. That's very impressive. Yeah, we, really, <laughs> we really, really, yeah. yeah. So, uh, like, and that's just a small taste of what we really have really to come. It was a really awesome experience with the guys. Like we had some good laughs, good times. We you know, we you know we had a few beers and really Nick's really like it feels homey there. Not only is it a cool recording studio, I mean it just he the atmosphere is good too. Yeah. You know, he's a cool he's a cool dude. So mm -hmm. <clears throat> And yeah, I've heard a lot of great things about him and just the album the way it sounds uh, it just sounds like truly professional. Just the, the you can hear everything, your vocals sound great. I think I have a picture of where we were micing up my amp, and there's like four different mics on just one cabinet. Yeah, just boom, this thing's like loaded with mics to get the full the range, you know, the dynamics of the entirety and the room and everything, mm -hmm. you know, being soundproofed. It was we great. actually heard of the Nook from uh, Josh Moon from Hostel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a good, he's a pretty good uh, screamer. Yeah, and also I really dig the uh, cover art. You got the street sign on there. How did that, like, come about? Well, uh, the street sign design came from the name being an intersection, and our buddy Cortland Gordon, uh, who does film out in LA, he filmed our danger video. Uh, he actually is into some design, and he got us the design of the street sign. Yeah, shout out to Cortland, artist of the odd. He's yeah, doing big yeah. things out there, and uh, nothing but love for him. He's uh, he came through, and as you saw with the danger music video, if you haven't seen it, check it out on YouTube. I encourage everyone to do that. Um, but yeah, he's awesome. Uh, huge production, and we ended up paying zero dollars for the entire 
production of the music video. And, uh, nice price, yeah. Everything fell into place. Yeah, I mean, had we put it together anyplace else, especially like out in L.A. with all the oh, yeah. sort of um, licensing, different things you had to go through, hoops you had to jump through, so to speak, yeah. uh, it had probably been... 10, 15, maybe $20,000 production. And he did a great job. Yeah. yeah. Brought them. I think he said over to like 50,000. Wow. It was a big production. If you were to do it in LA. Yeah, because there's no way you could get those. We things. got ambulance service because I work, at, uh, work in an ER. Um, and we were able to film in a hospital room. Undisclosed location, too. So to get permission like that in LA is a lot of money. So we had connections yeah. here. Yep, I've got a buddy of ours. Uh, Millen towing, he actually donated two vehicles for us to total however we wanted. Right, that was so another big thing. Was we flipped them upside down, you know, <laughs> caught, you know, Mason was able to get us a location yeah, for... Undisclosed location, you know. You can't just do that. You can't go flipping cars and lighting them on fire. <laughs> People get a little upset by yeah, that. So we gotta keep. We, I still try to keep it kind of a secret of where we do all this stuff at. So we're gonna. And then there is a secret media place in Kalamazoo. I'm not gonna name the place, but it's a green screen room open. Cortland hooked us up through that, and that's how we got the green screen shots. Yeah, was, complete, uh, pretty amazing. 4K, huge cameras. I think I have pictures of it. I mean, it would be like, awesome. oh my, this room is huge. This is amazing green screen production studio. It was crazy. Dude, the whole day we were sleeping on the floor while everybody yeah, was we, 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 we did a music video crazy. one day. All one day, shot the whole thing. You guys are very uh, aggressive with your uh, recording. Well, and, uh, Portland can only be out here yeah. for such so much amount of time, and when he's out here, he sees his family too. So we, we just do it as it goes, man. We don't really yeah, think about it. Bang. We just, you know, and it's not just go fast, go fast. You know, we just we're more pushing for quality than anything. Yeah. You know, it's Definitely. not just go fast. It just kind of happens that way, and it all falls into place. It's kind of weird. Well, and I think a big thing is we all have kids too. So if we can get it all done in one day rather than three days, we would rather yeah. do that if we can keep the quality. Is about the same. True. Yeah, and definitely everything you guys have done, uh, you know, just the, the cover art, the music, the, pre the music videos, everything you guys do is always at the highest quality. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. For real. And so, so what's kind of some of your like influences, you know, especially when you're like writing and recording the debut album? Artists? Musical <clears throat> artists? Well, just really anything. Like, um, just what, what inspired you to? Uh, nice. JD. For me, if you're, if, you're, if you're talking about studio, uh, when I was getting into guitar, I would always watch, I actually still watch how people uh, record, just like how they do it in the studio. I've watched like, obviously all the like, YouTube videos recording, <laughs> but I'll, I've also seen how Metallica does it, how they move to, into a house to record a whole album. Like I know how they just do that shit and uh, uh, that's how I try to go in with the mentality of focus. I feel like a lot of my inspiration probably had to come from when I was younger. I was like super young and my dad uh, had a, a buddy that uh, he said, yeah, I got an extra ticket for uh, to Ozfest. And I was like, oh, that's cool. So he, he gave me the ticket to go with him. And I, I didn't really even know the dude that well. Like he had a kid and his girlfriend with him. And so they were like, yeah, come to Ozfest with us. So like all these heavy metal bands that I was introduced to at an early age, I was like probably 11 years old. They all have a huge influence on me. I mean like Trivium, I mean Killswitch Engage, I mean we're talking, um, I could keep going on and on. Black Label Society, Static X, Mudvayne, I've seen all these bands, Lamb of God, yeah. Iron Maiden, I mean 
Ozzy, I've seen, and there's so many bands, but we just seen Metallica, really all, like, I get my influence from, like, I kind of pull a little bit, a little sliver of it from everything, not so much as one band influences me, it's more like everything influences me to make the music that I make, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I totally mean what you're saying, like, you gotta take bits and pieces for everything, you can't just rely, you know, solely on one influence, because then you're just gonna feel like you're ripping, ripping somebody off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So I also went to about, I think it was the last month, I want to say, you guys set up Sick Fest, correct? Mm, about yeah. a month ago-ish? Yeah. yeah. Um, that was the first one ever, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. And then there was that uh, Smith, that, well, the eventual location was Smith's downtown. Right. Mm -hmm. So how was it setting that up, especially being the first one? Well, it was a little tough, I'm not going to lie. It was. Uh, with everything and COVID going on, it was kind of at a like point where we were like, okay, so... <laughs> Do we do this? Do like, are people gonna be nervous to show up? Like, are we gonna have anybody there? Well, I think it kind of uh, became too much on the person uh, originally gonna have at the location, so he kind of got a little bit overwhelmed and uh, kind of bailed on us a little bit. But um, we moved to dismiss, and after that, uh, honestly, Joe and Brendan and Seth really stepped it up here. And they came through with the connection on Smiths. They like took care of the booking, the bands, made sure everybody was good to go. Joe stood at the door all night, and um, all the bands were game. awesome. You know, shout out to Paul Williams on sound and uh, all the other Ryan bands from, too. Ryan from yeah, Smiths Ryan's. really came in last minute, and you know when we talked to him, he just said, you know, we have a DJ coming on late, but you guys can have the whole day up to yep. there to do whatever you want. Just let us know. He said, and he ended up bartending himself up there because yep. oh, he wow. couldn't find somebody to bartend for. Yeah, nothing so, but love I mean, for Ryan out there. Ryan, right. Shout out to you know, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan, I will never forget you had us play downstairs while there was a uh, a drag dance off upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> dude, yeah, our first. I think it was our first or second gig, dude. They loved us though. They came down. And <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah, it was like drag queen night up yeah. there. <laughs> All night these chicks like kept walking by. I don't know if they were chicks or not. I don't want to go there, but so we so, started yeah. downstairs. Now we play upstairs. Started from the bottom. Thanks, now Ryan. we're here. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, shout out to Ryan. We it was quick. I mean, Seth and I talked. We we put word out. And I'm not kidding. You, it was within a matter of what do you say, Seth? An hour quick. or two. It was quick. We figured it out. Ryan said, yeah, no problem. And he actually messaged me probably five, six hours after we had talked and confirmed it with him. And I said, you know, hey, you mind if I give you a call? Because it would be easier to, you know, talk yeah, to the details. Does. And uh, called him up. And uh, he said, yeah, I was wondering what's going on. Give me details. You know, tell me what's going on. So it was totally up to us what we wanted, when we were ready. There was no issue whatsoever. He was he was awesome to work with. All the bands that made it out too, man. Because we were gonna have a few more bands, and with the COVID stuff, it being indoors, they kind of you know decided not to come. But I'm gonna look them up just so I can shout them. You know, Offhand Arsenal, Big Brutal, Magic Hat, Alsta Box. Box. I think, and then us. Yeah, shout out to them guys, man. Alsta Box was dope. Shout out to them guys too. Magic Hat. I'll play with Magic Hat anytime we get the chance. Yeah. Any fucking time. Shout out to Big Brutal too. I got a little more. He was awesome. Yeah, he yeah. fucking killed it. He Off and Arsenal. I mean, everybody had really good energy that night, dude. Yeah, it was awesome. Off and Arsenal isn't playing anymore too much because they don't have a drummer. I decided to fill in for them. Played back to back that night. And and if any drummers are listening, 
Yeah. Try out for them. Yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> Any Lord metal drummers listening, go check out the dudes at Offhand Arsenal, man. They're cool yeah, as hell. Yeah, that was fun they to party ride. down and... Uh, <laughs> no, this is a fun time, man. Good bros out there. Good vibes. Yeah, good turnout. Yeah, um, we did. We had a great turnout. But yeah, it was it was fun. Yeah, I was, unfortunately, I was unable to attend that, but just watching some of the videos, I know you posted about, you know, Magic Hat and Out the Box videos, and it just looked, it honestly, it looked sick. <laughs> it was sick. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, it was the first one. Uh, plan on the second annual Sick Fest next year. Uh, more details, on. TBA, right? <laughs> Hopefully this COVID yeah. whatever is passed over and we can really yeah. throw together a, a huge, you know, throwdown fest, because it could have been too, but... You know, like we said, a couple of the bands couldn't make it, uh, which was fine. But it's what we dealt with in the end, and I think it came together really good. Yeah, no fun until 2021, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Six-foot right, really, six rule. We are right now. Everything's um, – we kind of stopped for until next year, right, guys? Yeah, yeah crazy. Show, Scheduling as is just silly. shows and yeah. playing. But, you know, we're, we're looking into getting back in the studio and – we're kind of taking it slow right now. I think what it is is we kind of take it really slow to get in there, and then that's, that way we're very prepared when we get there, you know, and that's why we can yeah, get things done do so efficiently. We're, 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 we're efficient, a band. We have to pay for this time in the studio. It's not cheap. So what we do exactly. is we, we get the job done, and Brennan goes in there, dude, and he lays the drum tracks down. Like, you wouldn't believe, dude. And, and Nick is everybody in there, they're like, yeah, he laid that shit down fast, and it's like perfect right on. We're like, yeah. Like, okay, let's lay down the guitar tracks next. Okay, bet. Well, that just took, you know, what, two, three, four hours, a song. You know, and then after all the guitars are laid down, it's vocals. And then I think usually we do bass last. But there were a couple times we'd do it in the morning on Sunday because Nick likes to wake up early. Um, we're construction, so I'd wake up early too. We'd be like drinking coffee at like 7 30. <laughs> yeah, I'm sleeping. Doing bass yeah. tracks while everybody's sleeping downstairs. And they'd come up and we had like one song left. And, uh, <laughs> Then Mace would usually jump in on uh, his solo parts at that point too, and uh, then the vocals. It busted, we busted the drum tracks out. I can't remember how long it took us, but for the third time we recorded, we we were comfortable with working with Nick, you know, because he's yeah. super easy to work with. I mean, super easy. He knows what he wants. We know what we wanted, so we just you know blended everything together. And from what he knows and the experience he has with the hundreds of people right. he's worked with, um, it's 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 smooth. He's recorded for soil. Yeah, man. So went in there, busted out, and that's why the guys were like, "Man, what do you think about the fourth track? You know, Wildfire." And yeah. so we said, "Hell yeah, you know, let's do it." So busted no, it out, uh, seven tracks. He was lights out. No, it was, it was Wildfire. Yeah, we recorded Wildfire last. Sounds gonna be. I have no way of confirming this, so we'll go and go with it. You can't get fact checked on here. <laughs> <laughs> but you brought up a very interesting point about you know you guys got to pay for it. You guys are an independent band, so you like you guys got to pay for everything. Yeah. So yeah. what's kind of like the challenges, advantages of being an independent band? We own everything. There's nobody <coughs> here breathing down our neck or a corporation or anything like. There's no, no even real, I mean, up until Joe's come in recently, there's not even really been some manager. It's just mm -hmm. been a unit. I'm far from a man. And that's all we've been. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just a band unit that manages itself within. And it's been nice that there's nobody else to deal with. 
It's just yeah. bros, and that's yeah. all it's ever been. Uh, I think that's I think why that's it where it so should much. stay. It's great, yeah, I mean, because it's so we, great that we're, we're friends outside of this. The same way we were, we would be inside of this. We would still smoke down together. Yeah, and, and go out and drink together and party down. So I mean, we go to our kids. We all kids' birthday parties. We all, you know, we're we're not just like people who are just like in a band. That oh, really... time to practice here. I guess we'll see you guys soon. You know. Yeah, I mean, we're. <laughs> We're kicking it on a regular between us all most of the times, you know. Our kids are familiar with each other. Yeah, and I mean, I've seen you guys uh, live back in June uh, with um, Smokestack Brew at Rock the Pantry. I think you guys opened. Uh, yeah, that was guess. a fill-in spot. We had oh called from God. Kev last minute. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> yeah, last time I no, saw you. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's talk about it. Let's get. Let's get. This is gonna be a juicy podcast. <laughs> All right, make it juicy. Why? So, Hall and Larry he reached out. He reached out and asked if yeah, we, we'd yeah. be willing yeah. to fill in. So we talked to the guys, and they're like, "Yeah, you know, let's get more details." Okay. So we talked and. It was an all-day thing, you know, we had going on. It started at, you know, 2 o'clock or whatever time. Yeah, I think it was 2, and, 30, 2.30. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And went on until the evening, you know, 8, 9, 10, whatever yeah. time it was. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, sure, well, let's get the details. We messaged him back, and it was the opening slot. And, they and uh, 2.30. <laughs> yeah, 2.30, <sighs> which we told him straight out the gate. I said, man, that's going to be hard for me to get pulled <laughs> for our fans for the whole band, you know. Was it? What, it's, what day of the week was it? Sunday. Yeah. Saturday. It, oh, Saturday. 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 Okay, yeah. I was going to say. So, anyways, early. You know, early enough. Yep. So, we have hella support from our friends and family. I mean, crazy support. Yeah. Good turnouts almost at every show. So. Definitely. Um, good poll, everything else. But at 2.30, especially late last minute, I mean, what was it? We only had a month, if that, to just tell them, yeah, we'll do it. So we took it, and it was a 2.30. So from then on, that's all we had to work with. We had to try to corral our fans best we could, spread the word. Little did we know who was involved, what was going on. We just said, yeah, we'll fill. So I think we opened up the show good, you know, yeah. and well enough. But, but that's yeah. where I was getting at. I have, the only issue I have there is the sound guy is so uptight there, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've and heard about that. It's like... Yeah. I th he thinks his sound is the best, but I'm just like, listen, I can't hear anything up here on stage. It's not, I said, you know, and he doesn't understand that he's not up here on the stage listening to me, you know. But he, that's a lot of sound people need to take that kind of perspective, honestly, more. Because we've, we've done a lot of these shows, and we all know that the sound guy is like a little edgy. Everywhere we go, the sound guy's the man, you know. You talk to Whoa. the sound guy at the show, he'll get you that good sound, you know. Sometimes if you don't like you, he might make your sound sound bad. You never know. <laughs> well, the, that's you got it. You're on eggshells with the sound guy. But well, no, the seriously, is, they like, like push off his drum set to the side and stuff. Well, the stage. It all just depends, not, you know, what's going on. No, who's it's doing just not. What, it's, who's, you know, who's playing where. But the problem with fifth, with, with fifth and sixth, we're small. We're independent, so we don't have the in-ear monitors. We don't have certain things, and exactly. they're not going to give us, you know, ten floor monitors on a small stage of smokestack. So. For us, it's hard to hear each other and hear really what's going on on stage, but it projects great to the audience, and we hear nothing but good things from the audience, but for us, it's like, man, I can barely fucking hear you. Yeah, yeah. You know? So At, that's where the My performance are, lacks from you know, that, too. When I can't hear everybody, it just, yeah. it's hard for me to sync up and, and even enjoy, you know, I try to enjoy myself as much as possible, but when, I, when we have situations where, you know, we're cast to play first or... Uh, our drum sets pushed way off to left stage 
you know, it's just really sometimes things bit, don't come together. It's, that, it's that's, a little misconfigured. But so I love I love the venue. The venue's great, down. dude. I love yeah, the venue. There's good great. people there. When we're down here practicing, it's different, you know, because we can we have our sound the way we want it, you know. We're rocking out, and it's plenty loud for everybody else to hear, but we can hear exactly what we need to hear and at the exact volumes. But the problem is, when you're playing live, you don't get a mixer. You know what I mean? We yeah. can't control. Yeah. All right, the drum's got to be this loud. We need the lead guitar to be this loud, and it needs to be louder during the solos. And so when you're playing with different sound guys, different, you know, and everybody's got their own ear, their own elements that they're working. It's a little harder. Some venues more than others. And, you know, we just got to work with well, it. Well, a lot know? of the times, too, I try to be like, as sick as we can. We're the first band, that. so they play us at, like, this low volume. Well, we're not really a low volume band. I'm sorry. Yeah, but we're not. But. We're not a low volume band. We're not. And I, we're getting to the point now where we're kind of picking and choosing what shields we want to do, you know. So I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, like subtle I guess it's just it's just a thing with me maybe not the other guys don't agree so much but I feel like uh, a weird kind of thing going on there I think what we all agree on right now is just uh, we're ready to we're ready to take time from all shows this whole COVID year and everything has been so messed up to deal with putting shows together and a bunch of other just drama thereof and we're ready to we're ready to throw a new album together that's really what we're looking at we're really looking at taking time from everywhere I mean keeping relationships open you know, and uh, you know, if some crazy opportunity arose, we like might grab a it. giant band. A giant band. I mean, it had to be that kind. Saving Abel at least. No, <laughs> saving Abel. <laughs> <Abel's laughs> uh, we're not getting into that. <laughs> we're not one. opening for trapped or anything. I'm just saying. Damn. <laughs> Shink. Well, if any if anyone from trapped or saving Abel is listening, you should really consider these guys too. Yeah, don't forget about fifth and sixth saving Abel. <laughs> I don't yeah, know, uh, Matthew. Would you like to like us to go into a story about how we almost got into a little tisk with Saving Abel? Name Scotty. Scotty. I think that might be a story for another day, but moving on. Over Labor Day weekend, you guys threw a killer show. Sorry, you, you didn't throw. You're part of a killer show at Rainbow Farms in Michigan. How was it? Because it looked wild. Oh, oh man, it was awesome. The whole show from beginning to end. At Rainbow Farms, new Rainbow Farms, the whole show was awesome. Kick ass, bro! Shout out to Bros, Buds, and Brews, Tony, Anthony Urban. If you want to call him that, you know he's on Facebook. Uh, shout out, shout out to those guys and Joe Vaughn, um, DJ Kenny. Nothing but love, Kenny came through with the DJing and uh, kind of hosting the thing. Dude, it was kick ass. It was awesome. That's Huge so turnout. Cool. I'd say 500 plus people throughout the, you know, because everybody was scattered throughout their camp, you know, campsites and yeah. everything, man. And, uh, you know, if anybody knows anything about Rainbow Farms, you know that it's a whole, it's usually a whole camping ordeal. It's a whole festival type thing. Mm -hmm. So they, they throw, they throw good shows out there. And this new first, it was the first show at Rainbow Farms since the whole thing happened. Like in 2001. Since the whole fiasco. Yeah. And they're making a movie on Rainbow Farms. It's going to be sick. And they were shooting it there while we were there, right? Some of it? Uh, no, no. That I think they had a reporter there or something like that. Oh. I think somebody was saying something about... Just talking to the owner. Yeah. I signed a lot of like stuff that night as far as t-shirts and books. Huge. And I mean, we sold all of our merchandise. Yeah. Um, 
We got nothing but love. I think we probably gained 150 fans. Dude, um, with a barbecue, dude. Whoever like you are, who hooked me up with that fat rib uh, on my plate after I got off the yeah. stage. The mysterious barbecue thing. guy. If you were out there and you were listening, Please. you should be. Basically, thanks to some more eternally. Yeah. I thank you too. You gave me a huge oh thing my of God. Yeah, Probably shout out to everybody that came through with that, man. It was a blast. Yeah, we had a blast. And awesome. We hope yeah. to come back, you know. We hope to be back next year. Or oh, whenever it almost started raining. Dude, it was close. Yeah. It was sketchy. Oh, the ball and played before as it rained on them. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. And then we got, yeah, they, got, they pushed through it in the rain. Like, they cut they the set. set, I think, one or two songs shy. And we're worried. I was worried. <laughs> I drove my symbols. I'm like, Shout out those guys, man. They're doing it too, dude. Oh, but yes, no, everybody that came yeah. through the whole event, I mean, it turned out great, man. That was my first show. That was we my, were wondering. Well, not my first show, because I've been to you. Camping out there was, was pretty first, fun. That was my first actual thing, part of this. The yeah, stage and the yeah, lights, yeah, yeah. the lights yeah, on the yeah, trees were good. amazing. Everything was Yeah, cool. those looked awesome. Uh, shout out to Tony for doing the sound. Oh, yeah. He did good on the sound out there. He made the woods alive. It was It was a great time. Yeah, I was I was out of town that weekend. I was unfortunately not able to attend. I feel like I say that a lot <laughs> with you guys. You're missing out on some good times. Oh, yeah. You're out of town. Yeah. You're up, you're in the wrong town. Right? The wrong oh yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was in the wrong state. I was in Illinois. <laughs> but <laughs> get your tickets to the next show. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah. 2021 though. Oh yeah, lots of fun. 2021. Yeah. No, it, <laughs> nothing but hope. Let's let's hope this six foot rule becomes no foot rule, right? You just want me like on top of people or what? <laughs> hey. Let's see what happens, right? <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to cut that out before that gets going. But uh, this is actually a question actually, I wrote down in my notes anyway. Uh, you guys, you know, you played with, you know, local bands and great local bands like Praise the Fallen. And you had Out of the Box with Sick Fest. And, you, and you've also opened for, like, Shallow Side, Ignescent, yeah. and bands like that. If September you could, morning? You opened for Sep September morning? September uh, morning. And about twice. Yep. Hemlock. And Hemlock. Yeah. Hemlock. Who else? Uh, uh, the, the bassist the bassist, for Mudbane. Yeah. Was, what's our band? That oh. Soften the Glare. Soften yeah. the yep. Glare. We, opened, we played with them, dude. They're sick, dude. He is mm -hmm. amazing. And to be honest, that's the reason why the Saving Able story is so unique. Because that's, that's all these people have been so humble and awesome to play yeah. with, hang out with, everything. And then all of a sudden, we meet these guys. Like, dude, yeah. what? Come Most on. Everybody's a music. You know, because everybody else has been so awesome. So, yeah, man. Uh, I'm sure we're forgetting a couple because we've been really hosting. Yeah, there's the guys from Tennessee. Oh, uh, man. Cheers. Yeah. Oh. Lead singer was kick-ass. They're all to new, uh, new like back to back too. Show, he does some of his solo stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. We, we uh, played with Elsie Banks at Cheers the one time. Yeah, Elsie cool. Banks. Yeah. yeah. I'm good friends with them. They're, they're really good. Yeah, I, think we, uh, I think we ended up. Closing that set, didn't we? There was something weird about it. Lydia can't breathe. Yeah, we dude. did. We, we closed it because we had all we sold all the tickets for that show. Yeah, they yeah, did they let us close that. They did. Yeah, they ended up letting. That's true. They let us headline that show. LC Banks and Lydia can't breathe fifth and sixth show. They they were nice enough to let us headline it because they were like, look, man, we see all your people here at Cheers, and that's a, one of our. Uh, main spots. I was actually there last night talking to one of those sound guys, and uh, he said, I'll get you guys back in here in a heartbeat. Book you guys in a heartbeat. So I think we're going to do some shows at Cheers in the future with them. We always have an awesome turnout there, like to the max, pack it to capacity where nobody else is allowed in. 
Every it's cool. Every it's cool. cool. It's one of crazy shows over there. Yeah, every like, time. For how small that is. Oh, yeah. Sure, it gets packed in Oh, yeah. We turned down, like, 30 people at the door one time. Yeah. Like we had to. Like, they wouldn't allow anybody we, else to yeah, play we, in the parking lot at that point. We had people yeah. calling us. Call people us. waiting in line. If somebody yep. walked out, they'd walk go, in. Go, 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 go. Yeah. I tried to sneak yeah. from the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come to the I got three sl- people sl- that want to know they have new owners now. Sorry, man. You don't make the cut. New owners now for the legal people we're listening. Well, yeah, man. Those guys are cool to let us do that. Yeah. Nothing but respect from everybody else we play with. So it's been fun. Yeah. Like, who's someone that. um you haven't opened for, at least played with, that you won't really want to? Right now that I think is in our capacity, or like dream? Just anything, we really. Psycho Stick, we need the most. Psycho Stick. Awesome. The Psycho Stick show. Psycho Stick in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Psycho Stick. See what I'm saying? That's badass. They're crazy. Yeah, they were throwing ham sandwiches at the whatever they were able to We hung out with them backstage. Yeah, oh yeah, those guys were awesome. Psycho Sticks. Wait, two open for? When we started the band. open or play with? When we started the band, the goal was to to do the growl because the big growl he yeah through did the growl open for the growl their local band not a local band has been allowed to since we want that spot yeah right? you hear that 1039 that the bear band. yeah mm-hmm. put us growl. out everybody been, around here wants fifth and sick it'll what be the next big growl Local X? Yeah, no, yeah. yeah uh, no, WRX. 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 Yes. Yeah, that was yeah, 97.7 or? Uh, is that 107.3 or 107.1? I don't remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's the goal. It'll be the sickest growl there was. How big would the big growl be at 15? Sick was there. Imagine the big growl. Well, depends on who we open for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. We're about 50 followers away from 6,000. Yeah, so and, which has um, came up in a year. So I mean, it's quick, quick! Within the last yeah. year and a half, we've we've, we've so well, five thousand listening. Or so. <laughs> yeah. So hey, if we get on the big growl, it's gonna be fucking growling. Yeah. If, I mean, that's six thousand <laughs> local people. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, well, if one hundred three nine the bear is listening, I know I'm with some really great people, and if everyone listening can petition, write, text, email, um, carrier pigeon. Anything <laughs> to get the Bears' Harry attention Potter. to book these guys. Yes, the growl. Yeah, we're down. We want to open it. it. They, they want to do it. Free of charge. Free of charge. We will yeah. pay. We, we, <laughs> don't pay. <laughs> we don't pay to play. Uh, we do not pay to play. But, but like five bucks. Just hey, merch spot. Out. We definitely need a merch spot there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's already yeah. thinking ahead. Yeah. I like yeah. it. <laughs> yes. But if the Bear is listening and everyone is listening, please tell the Bear to get these guys on because, well, it would be cool and they would really kick ass. Yes, oh, yeah. Definitely. We're down. We are down, man. And by that point, we'll have a hell of a set. Hell yeah. We, we, we already have Whatever they want. Oh, yeah. They, they oh, have another one. They usually do August. It's like an end or something. Yeah, it'd be perfect. Yeah, yeah, perfect. They didn't do it this year. I don't know. No, no, yeah. yeah. COVID's messed everything. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. That means we can headline next year. It was three exactly. Years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I always ask my guests this question. I'm always very curious. Kind of goes with the first one, but with a twist as well. What music are you listening to this week? Outside of the Piff and Sick. I got a hell of a playlist. <laughs> Yellow Wolf. I've been jamming a lot. Yellow Wolf. I got subs in my car and shit. I'd say I've um, been listening listen to uh, a lot of Ritz. He's a rapper. Um, it's ironic that as a hard rock band, we're all listening. <laughs> yeah. well, not all of us, yeah. but uh, you know. I get I my drumming influences from a little bit of everything. 
That's just this week, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like a flavor of the week. It's, it's yeah, like, pretty much. I've been yeah. on that Cal Scrubby cat all week, man. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Dude, I'm kicking like Soulfly. I like Soulfly. Oh, yeah. I jam that good. out of myself. Yes. Oh yeah. I like uh, Black Label Society. I just do. I don't know. There's something about how shitty but good Zach Wilde's voice is. <laughs> I just love it for no reason. And his guitar squeals are just sick too. You know, like, Lamb of God's not the best. Pretty but fucking dope. Yes, too, it is. Man. I've been jamming a lot. Really of that fucking too. good. Even though I miss Chris on drums. When I do listen to metal, well, I listen to heavy stuff, bro. Like between oh, yeah. the Bear to Me, Salt of Wound. Uh, I listen to Job for a Cowboy. I listen to these just like compared to somebody who's like in the heavy metal scene. Right. They're like, oh, those bands aren't even heavy. But you know, to me, to me, <laughs> right. they're pretty yeah. heavy. Dude. They're the sickest blast beat. No, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. If you go in the South Bend scene and like those hardcore dudes like David Saigon or however, they got all the melted yeah. words like that are fifth and sixth times fifty. Those dudes are hardcore. Read what they say. Um, almost looks like their name of. Their band is in a uh, rose bush or something like that. <laughs> They're cool dudes. We just don't mess. Yeah, I mean, we can't. It's nothing to, you know, we've rocked a few shows with those guys, but mm. it's just like, it's it's hard to, to mesh. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost like having. Their styles are so uh, different. Yeah, it's yeah. like having a funk musician open for a heavy metal. And then there's some you know, haters. Crazy. That yeah. We don't yeah. like yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. No one should like it. We're against it. So, like, we just try to make our own lane. We stay yep. in our own lane, you know, and we, and we go. That's where we go, boy. Yeah, I've heard him. Uh, <laughs> fifth and sixth will not go mainstream. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you should put that on a shirt. Shout out to Tech9. Oh, I've been <laughs> listening to Star Set this week. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I didn't realize how good they are. I got to see them in South Bend, what, like three years ago? With Hailstorm? Damn. Sweet. Yeah, and New Year's Day, it was a good show. <clears throat> so they're in their astronaut. Yeah, they, yeah, oh, in that face. God. Which I saw that and I go, you guys can't be serious. It's cool, though. I mean, it was cool, but I thought it was a joke at first. Right, right. right. <laughs> That's funny. Seth, what about you? What are you I think, uh, like that new rapper I was telling Brendan about, dude's named Cal Scrubby. I've been listening huh. to this dude's stuff today. Cow scrubby? Cow scrubby. Cow some scrubby. He, scrub, he scrubs cows. Cow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like a scrubby in the shape of a cow. Yeah. A cow scrubby. It's your favorite bath tool. <laughs> Other than that, I kind of just bounce back and forth between whatever genre I want. So if it's rap, it's more Joyner or Joyner Ken Lucas. Kendrick. Uh, but Skrillex, I get down on that. With, yeah. I like, I like some get in the metal moods. But dubs, you know, yeah. when we write, I kind of like, I kind of like not listening to metal sometimes. It's too, yeah. Then so, when we some, play, yeah. our stuff feels heavy to That's me, why, even though it's yeah, exactly. In terms of metal, it's not. I feel so, the same way. Like that, so yeah, yeah that's we're not a metal kinda, band. You guys live on the hard rock side or just yeah. rock side. Yeah, yeah I mean, so, it, we've, we've got a few that hit a different couple. You know, sub. You never know, dude. You never know. You can kind of touch a little bit of it all. We get down with the metal when we need to. As you can tell, we all listen to a little bit of everything. I mean, I've got my daughter, so when I'm in the car, you can only listen to so much, you know? So we'll be rocking out to some room five sometimes, or, you know? So it all just depends. That's yeah, what makes it easy. Exactly. And, you know, it's hard to do that when you're in, like, a crazy death metal band. It's like, hey, Grandma, check out these, <laughs> check out these songs. Yeah, like, it's like, check out eat like, your fucking souls! <laughs> <laughs> Grandma's, like, drops her cookies. Yeah! Uh, you can't, or your kids, then your kids are yeah. like... Yeah. What is this, Dad? I don't know. No hate, no hate to anybody that's down with that, but it's just you know, teach yeah, their it's own. It's not for everybody. I yeah. feel like the music that we have has more of a broad fan base. 
That's all I'm trying to get, I guess, the aspect of that. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And we're trying I to understand. We try to please everybody, you know. It's not like we want to bend one way or the other. We're not trying to strictly categorize our music whatsoever. But we, we want to play at all eight shows, too. We jam, you know. We get yeah. down. We want to be able to go and play. You don't want to limit yourself. Yeah. Right. JD's feeling an awesome riff that he came up with. He'll bring it to practice, and we'll get down. JD and Mace will get together. We're all dads. So there's nothing stuff. we love more than seeing our kids watch us do what we love to do. Yep. And I'm telling you what. It gives you some that kind, is kind of feeling. Seth took his kid up on stage the other day, bro, and about had me in tears seeing how happy that kid was to be in his dad's arms on that stage. Yep, that was cool about the, um, what was it, the Rock the Pantry when we played early. Um, all the kids were out there rocking out. Yeah, it was all they just Jay was the only one that didn't make it, right? Yeah. But yeah, so it's cool. cool. You know, we like to rock out. Um, yeah, we all have fun though. That's what it's about. Yes, I mean, you know? if you're not having fun on the show, you're not doing something right, or you <laughs> right. shouldn't be there. <laughs> right. What's the point? And plus, oh, with that Rock the Pantry show, I got to get this in there because it was me. You had probably the greatest introduction by anyone ever. Oh on yeah, this that was down. and that was by me, Matthew <laughs> Thomas. Hands down, bro. Yeah, it was awesome. It was a super cool introduction. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> That's right, my hey. man. That's right. <laughs> I'm hey, I'm super cool, Matthew. Maybe I'm the only person who's ever called me that in my life, but that's all right. <laughs> well, you're super cool to fifth and sixth. Fuck yeah! Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much, and it was a lot of fun hanging you guys, hanging out with you guys in at June at Rock the Pantry. It was my second time ever doing an intro for a band, cool. so it was. Oh, really yeah. cool to me. We're stamping you, dude. Official sicko. Boom. Yeah. That's right. You got it. Super cool sicko. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love it. But thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. Oh, yeah, man. And I got one more thing before we go. I know it's 2020. I know you guys are winding down since there's really not much going on. But what can we expect for 2021 from a fifth and sick? Who wants to elaborate on that real quick for him? Uh, so the plan is... Uh, if you want to give, give us away, because... We were kind of talking about keeping it under wraps and letting everybody kind of guess what we were going to do. I mean, you can be as broad as you, you want. What do you guys think so, we should do? I don't know. I don't know if I want to give up the cheese yet. Because we have some... Expect uh, new cliffhanger? music. Let's, we, uh, yeah, expect expect new music. But, but who knows? You may get some new visuals. You may get some big shows. Yeah, we've uh, been talking to people. So Yeah, I mean... Talk, we're in the working of... Um, new productions so say maybe a music video in the works another one yeah. but uh we're gonna really keep it under wraps because i feel like the suspense is so much better when we don't even tell our our parents or family or anything really what's going on really the only close people that would know expect some new music new i like music. that that's something you can bank on yeah definitely that and some we really want to dabble into this next time is promotion uh that's one things not really talked about a lot at least like three months before the drop whenever that time comes we need to pay for some product or promotion to get it out there yeah grind time we got we got all the <laughs> local support we can possibly have but the first week is key when it releases yep. uh, then you can really get on some charts really we're talking spring summertime 2021 you know so it's nothing that we're trying to rush on yeah. anything but um yeah basically we're gonna we're gonna throw down um some new music and uh, get the ball rolling on that because we're definitely ready for uh, fresh music for ourselves. We've, We've got enough material right now to do a whole nother album the length of what we released. And some. Yeah, so that's our point now is because what we we released already is an EP, so to, so to speak, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. EPs can be super short, three or four songs. We released a seven. 
we can't really call it a full length album. Some can, some can't. Unless you're Green Day, that's what their last album. Yes, yeah, right, right. So um, I think that's what we're all feeling for the next one too. Is you know we're not going to rush anything. We got music out. Maybe drop a single between now, maybe a couple. But I'm guessing we'll probably have a full album ready by what fall. I, I, I'd hope. No, this no, no. Fall? We're in fall. 2021. We're in fall. <laughs> like, fall no, summer? I'd hope it's before then, to be honest. Within a year. Like, yeah. I'd, I'd hope it'd be springtime, man. Like, honestly. Like, try mm-hmm. to shoot for, like, beginning of summer to maybe hit them with some new music. Well, no. Then... I'm not saying new music in general. I'm saying a full album. Expected by, by August. Or not. Yeah, August to... September, October, November. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's in the works. It's in the it works. In the works. 2020. Count on it. You have a full album. 2021. 2021. Yeah, 21. Yeah. 21. Sorry. Just we're, 2020 we're, has been hell. Unfortunately, <laughs> we're still in 2021. We still got like three months to I go. Love this. I love this. <laughs> so I think, yeah, that's really where we're at, man. Mm-hmm. I think all of us are... Uh, we're over COVID, no live shows right now. That's it. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. And all of us survived through it, COVID-free. Yeah. 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 Haven't gotten it yet. Knock on wood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then 2021's gonna hit. <laughs> yeah, we don't even think, know what's gonna happen with that. Yeah, here comes wintertime to really put the hurt well, down. No, we're gonna see, have flying pterodactyls and shit coming. 2021. Aliens. Well, on December, tw- uh, December 31st, and when it hits midnight, it'll become December 32nd. So, yeah. 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, thank you guys so much. Yeah, Featured man. Artist of the Week, 5th and 6th. Coming to you guys from a secret location that I don't know where I'm at, actually. But <laughs> that's all right. Perfect. For Mason, Brendan, Joe, Seth, and JD, I'm Matthew Thomas from Super Cool Radio. Thank you for listening. Thank you.